the best and the worst of 90s teen horror. I'm Kirsty Logan. This is my co-host, Heather Parry. Hello. It's Halloween! Yay! Yay! It's got Christmas! It's Halloween and it's season seven! Yay! I mean, every day's Halloween for me, as we know, <laughs> but it's actual Halloween. Goth Christmas. And we're outside, because that's how we roll now. And I'm slightly ill, because that's how I roll now. Yeah. <laughs> so that's There's a big happening. wind. There's, There's a big, a big wind. wind. The reason we're outside, if you didn't catch any of the previous episodes... If, you do, if you've not caught this year. <laughs> yeah, if you just haven't been looking at anything this year, there is a pandemic. The guidelines in Scotland where we live is that we can't be in each other's houses because we don't live together, so we are obeying that because we do not want to catch or spread a deadly virus. That so, is not what I've got. I'd like to clarify. Yeah. I've definitely not got that. You've definitely just got a bad, bad cold that is not going away. That but I also like, don't want to catch that. Yeah, I don't want you to catch it either because it just keeps coming back in the shittest way. Yeah, so we're being uh, good people and recording well, we're not being good. We're not being good in this people. one tiny element. <laughs> We're being good people. We're outside with our new microphone, which has got a fluffy hat on, and I've also got a fluffy hat on. I'm not, not wearing for a sound from. I could wrap my scarf around my head if you would like me to. Yeah, I'm not going to. You, I mean, just for fun. Um, if you're new to the podcast, this is the level of waffle that is waffled usually, but we'll try and keep on track. I look like a woman in like a um, World Press photo exhibition photo. Yeah, like you're gonna have really powerful eyes because you've just come out of a war zone yeah mm-hmm. powerful eyes everyone definitely wears mustard yellow um scarves in that i'm gonna keep it there now i think because you can dye it with turmeric oh yeah maybe that's why um so it's season seven somewhat unbelievably incredible da- do you know what that means heather oh, don't 60 point horrors but also loads 60- more well for the Patreon, even more. So we've read at least probably close to 100 point oh, horrors at my this God. point. And point horror adjacent content. Oh, I mean, what do you is think that that's done to is us? That, <laughs> What's that done to our minds? We write fiction for a living. Are we really going to pretend that these books have not filtered into our minds and come out into our writing process? Are I'm, we really going to pretend that? I'm really worried. <laughs> I'm really worried. Um, but best to glom over that. Glom over? Slide over. over. Gauze. Yeah, I like that. Interesting. No? Okay. Okay. So, today, we're, we're doing... We're starting the season off with our fave. Mm. It's Halloween night, duh. Nice. Or... Not Halloween night, duh. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> What's two in German? Zwei. Zwei. Oh my god, I used to... That took me ages to think of that. Oh fucking A in German. Dos. Halloween night, dos. Halloween night, dos. The, the nightning. Oh, no. Um, by, what the fuck? I don't know, R.L. Stein. I have to start to feel quite bad. I think, so this is going to be an interesting is me episode. Two in Japanese. I don't know. I think it is. I don't know any in Japanese. There we go. That's all I know. It's impressive, though. I also, oh, actually, all I know is Sumimasen, which is excuse me, because I'm very big and clumsy and got in the way of everyone. Oh. So I said that a lot. Well, I tell you what, I know how to say in Cantonese. Nihao Lang Sai or Oile, which is hello handsome man, I love you. Did you use that a lot? <laughs> Only when I was drunk calling David. Okay. <laughs> um, so Kirsty, we've got tricks, treats, and death. 
<gasps> All my faves. Yeah. Oh, it's very windy now, isn't it? It is. I, I just started to feel terrible, so I feel like this is going to be a really hallucinatory experience. Oh, I can't for me. wait. Um, if you hallucinate, it's going to be better than the content of the book. So. <laughs> Do you want to describe the terrible cover? Oh, I like this cover. <laughs> I mean, it's shit, but like in a pleasing way. Classic shit. Classic shit cover uh, in the Robot Stein brand. So here's what we have. The, we'll go from the top to the bottom. Okay. It's purple. Then we have the Point Horror logo. Then in big puffy gold letters we have Halloween Night Duh. And then we have a big zoomed in on pumpkin carved carved pumpkin. Yes. Yep. I yep. can do words. And behind it, it's green for some reason and it's human eyes. So it's essentially a man or woman or non-binary person with a pumpkin on their head yeah is what's happening in but this that person picture. is also green they're green and also there's purple at the top and you can see their eyes through the holes but you can't see anything through the nose or mouth hole so there's nothing there so it's just eyes yep that's what's happening uh, i do think yeah. the mix of purple green and orange it's incredibly ugly but it's very halloween but like naff halloween that's why they've done it well yeah of even course. though it makes no sense to be green and also, nobody puts a pumpkin on their head in this book. They do. Oh. How closely did you read this book? I'm not saying that I didn't have a drink <laughs> while reading this book. I'm not saying that is the climax of the Look, book, in fact. I'm but... not saying that every point horror... No, not every point horror. Every Robot Stein point horror I've ever read has merged into a big pabulum of shit pabulum it's good right is that a word yeah what like it's like what you give a baby you know what i think <laughs> that's a tit <laughs> <laughs> when they're a bit bigger oh pabulum um I don't like that. i'm pretty sure that's what that means maybe it's something really offensive who fucking knows anymore i actually have to check back in notes to see which robot steins we haven't read because there's the boyfriend the girlfriend the dead girlfriend and the dead boyfriend and I was like, which of those have we done? Oh, God. I don't fucking know. I don't think we've done the dead boyfriend, eh? I don't, I don't know. I need to check in the notes because they're all the same. I can't remember whether I just had the dead girlfriend when I was a kid. Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, so I don't remember any robot steins. They've just all merged together. Because they're all just the same thing. Yeah. This is so much the same thing as the last one of these things that it's basically the same fucking book. And that we get into it. So. Because <clears throat> there's Halloween night. There's also Halloween party. Yes. And they're apparently different books. And there's beach party and there's beach house. <laughs> and there's <laughs> beach night. We just have one word and then some other words after it and they don't yeah. have to be the same ones. So that's fine. So we should get one of those windbreakers, you know, you have when you go to Blackpool on the beach. <laughs> then people will call the police because we will just look absolutely bonkers. Even more so than usual. Even more so than we do right now. When yes. the neighbour brings their dog out and is clearly like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing sitting there on your camping chairs with some steps between you with the podcast <laughs> fucking microphone in the middle? With some fluffy with sex toy looking object two, in the middle. Two laptops, one of you wearing a Russian hat and the other one, <laughs> 18 layers of her boyfriend's clothing. Yeah. We're definitely getting a reputation. I'm glad this is your flat and not mine. I know. Well, I haven't got a garden, so... <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Kirsty Logan, it is 12 months after Brenda got stabbed by her best friend Dina at a Halloween party. Right. Right. Do recall, she was actually stabbed. Yeah. Like, it was not a jump scare. She got stabbed. It like was a stabbing. Like, a knife went into her body and gave her damage and pain. Yeah. And, and I, drama. I think it's important to remember that as we plough through the three pages of plot notes that I've got here. Okay. So the book opens with Brenda arguing with her best friend, Angela, who 
Uh, no, just Angela. She's kind of like new to the scene. <laughs> oh, me. Oh, no. <laughs> just Angela. Just Angela, who's kind of new. Uh, that's fine. In a tedious, immediate failing of the Bechdel test, there, <laughs> Angela is accusing Brenda of stealing her boyfriend, Larry. Uh, sure, wouldn't, but fine. Angela grabs a knife and goes to stab Brenda, who's been stabbed. But Randy... Yeah, that's not cool. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Brenda's little brother, Randy, Why, stops... can I just ask, why would you call your child Randy? Because Randy means Randy in America, doesn't it? Like, you are Randy. You'd be horny, wouldn't you? I think you can also be Randy. Okay. I think Randy is British. Oh, is it? To right mean then. horny. But, uh, you know, you say that, but Randy Newman is, is great, so... I'm not saying you can't be called Randy and be great. I'm just saying, why would you call your child a synonym for wanting sex? Well, why yeah. would you look at a baby and be like, yeah, Randy? Do you know? <laughs> Randy. <laughs> I can't, Weird. I can't hear the name Sandy without hearing Danny Zuko say Sandy. And now that's become the case for Randy as well. Oh, yeah. Oh. I saw this tweet that was saying, what film quotes do you use to respond to things? And someone said, um... You're not the Danny Zuko I met at the beach. I just think that's applicable to so many situations in life. It's very much a version of, uh, we're not in Kansas anymore. Yeah, you're not the Danny, Danny Zuko I met at the beach. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say that to David one day. <laughs> uh, so Randy's a good kid. He's actually the best character in the whole thing. She, he tries to stop her getting stabbed. Uh, but guess what? That's actually bad that he did that. Because in fact, they're filming a video project for school... Um, and Brenda's friend from the first book, Tracy, is filming, um, and apparently they thought it was a good idea to have Brenda repeat the exact thing that caused her trauma from an actual year ago where she actually got actually stabbed. Now, I am not a therapist, but this seems to be a terrible idea Robert from a Stein mental health perspective. doesn't write well about trauma. No. And that is a very 90s, but also I just think it's terrible. And then they could, they're going to keep Brenda's reaction in, because it was so real. I'm like, is this technically a snuff film then? Or do they have to die? What's the definition yeah. of snuff? Yeah, you die. Well, the definition of a... So apparently, the difference between something like a video of an execution or an accidental death, which is the film is then spread, that's not a snuff film because it wasn't created on purpose. Okay. Uh, the, apparently, the definition of a snuff film, which people can't really agree whether they actually exist or not, is someone is murdered for the specific purpose of making a film of it. Right, okay. But they know it or they don't? No, they usually wouldn't know it, right. I guess, up until the moment that yeah, but I guess they do know. How many people are going to be like, sure, you yeah, can Yeah, nobody. <laughs> Some, you might want to die. I mean, maybe, or I suppose if you, your family really, really needed money and you were terminally ill, I don't really know. Oh, you're just so committed to method acting. I mean, you'd have to be really committed. <laughs> like, you like, should be committed. Yeah, <laughs> you have to be Pacino on a pile of drugs. Or uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. He might. Oh, yeah, he might. That might be how he goes. Yeah. Um, all right, or yeah. Tom Cruise filming the new Mission Impossible in space. He surely will die doing that. How could what? he not die? This is real. New Mission Impossible, part of it is in space. And he does all his own stunts. So he's going to die. There's no way he does. No, I refuse to believe they would insure him for that. Well, apparently so. Oh, my God. Anyway. Wow. What's wrong? Anyway. Anyway. I um, mean, th things are moving quick this year, so if he's already dead, then I apologise. <laughs> I was listening to a Blind Boy interview with Graham Norton yesterday, which is actually very good. Um, and the audio fidelity they've got to say they were on two, two completely different parts of, like... Land. How do they do that? I, I'm, I'm so impressed. We need tips. 
audio people, we need tips. Well, I'll tell you a nice thing about Graham Norton. Apparently he is nice. So a friend of mine um, from college is a uh, female impersonator, let's say. I don't think he likes the term drag. Um, very famous drag queen now called Myra Dubois. And Myra was last year or the year before at the Edinburgh Fringe. And Graham Norton came along to support. But he went backstage beforehand and said, I want you to know that I'm here, but I also don't want to pull any attention. So I'm going to sit at the back, basically in disguise. Well. How nice is that? That is nice. And it seems he, he like supports a lot of younger comics and things like oh, that. Oh, well, that is nice. He came across as really nice. And uh, I can't remember why I, I'm talking about that. So given the title and setup, you might think this book is about Halloween. This <laughs> book is not. Given the title, cover, and back cover copy, you might think... Oh, are you going to read us the first page? I forgot about that. Oh, um... Will I? Yeah, go on. Copy two? Okay. I mean, uh, why wouldn't we want some robot stein pros? Brenda Morgan tossed her long, copper-coloured braid behind her shoulders. Get out of my kitchen, Angela, she cried angrily. That wasn't me really crying, but never mind. Angela Bowen stood defiantly against the white kitchen counter, her hands pressed against her waist. Her dark eyes flashed angrily. Not until we talk, Brenda, she replied coldly. I like that talk Brenda, like talk French. <laughs> Get out, Brenda snarled. Get out of my house. She clenched her hands into tight fists at her sides. Angela let out a scornful laugh. <laughs> You're oh, that a... was good. Thank you. You're such a jerk, Brenda, really. That was it. Scathing. Cool. Such a jerk, Brenda. Jerk, Brenda. That's going to be my new line for everything You're every time I'm annoyed. You're such a jerk, What's Brenda. the thing from Come Down With Me? What a sad little life, Jane. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, here's what this book is really about. This book is about how much Robot Stein hates fat people. Cool. It's I'm so rammed. glad. I'm so glad to read that. It is rammed with fat phobia. So, do you have Diet Coke? Angela asked. She was definitely on the chubby side and always had to worry about her weight. Always had to worry. I don't like any of that. I don't like a single word in that sentence. No. Uh, oh. And then, skipping a little bit further forward, uh, blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> That's the whole book. Blah, blah. <laughs> the end. Angela went to the back to try on jeans. Uh, blah, blah, blah. She carried it to the sales counter to pay and met Angela on her... Well, sorry, that's Brenda. Even the loose-fitting ones don't fit, Angela complained. I've got to lose some weight. I've really got to. You should buy a pair of really tight ones, Brenda suggested. Then you should try them on each night. It would inspire you. And then think of how you great you'd feel when they actually do fit. That might inspire me, or it might totally depress me, Angela re replied unhappily. Yeah. Why would you buy clothes that don't fit you, and then every day torture yourself about the idea that you should be this arbitrary size that would fit? Why would you do that? Can I just say, if clothes don't fit your body, buy the ones the that fault do. of your body, that's the fault of the clothes. Buy the clothes that do fit you. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine buying like a size down in these jeans and then putting them on every day and just fucking feeling terrible about myself why and also the way that clothes are made so like so me and my wife for example are pro about the same overall size and weight completely different body types mm. so we can try on something and it's it's too tight on her and it's too big on me or it's too big on me and it's it was too tight on me and it's too big on her and it's not the fault of our bodies no. it's just the clothes not all clothing can be made for all bodies yeah awful awful but that's oh, not even a lot robot that's not even touching the sides of the fat phobia in this book great so anyway here's some backstory 
so Dina, 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 I think, is the one who stabbed Brenda last year. I think this happened last time. We didn't know how to pronounce that. Well, there's another one as well. Um, She was sent away. She'll get the help she She needs. She'll get the help she needed. (laughs) Um, And she's been away for a year. Cousin Hallie? Haley? I think Haley. 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 H-A-L-L-E-Y. Not how you spell Haley, but fine. Uh, she's still living with Brenda's family as her own parents have been found unfit to raise her. And I think that's quite tragic. I mean, it's not addressed in any way in the book. It is a little bit. We'll come back to that as well. But not like... It's not... Not like it should be. Yeah, not at all. Um, so they still hate each other. And now Haley is dating Brenda's Ed, ex-Ted Glenn. <laughs> it is Ted Glenn. Um, I think it was Ted Glenn last time, and it's Ted Glenn again now. I don't know who Ted Glenn is. Oh my god, he's the he's the handy guy from Postman Pat. Oh, I think we also had this conversation last year. <laughs> he has the mustache. My god. Um, and, and then, then didn't we get in a conversation about Postman Pat porn? Or maybe I don't know. Was that just in my head? But maybe I don't want to. Let's not funnel that. <laughs> let's what? move on from that really quickly. Let's not funnel. I it. don't know where it was going. Anyway, Tracy says that. Uh, Brenda dumped Ted so it's okay that Haley's dating Ted now which I agree with yes um, but also Brenda is dating Jake who is Tracy's ex uh, but that's fine but she hates Haley for dating her ex who she dumped okay it is very tedious but also I just hate that like all Robot Stein thinks about teenagers and especially teenage girls is that they're just desperate to get each other's boyfriends and they don't have any other inner life or like desires or wants or concerns or anything. Yeah. Like, we just didn't do that when I was a kid. I really had a lot of things on my mind as a teenager and I wasn't a particularly smart or insightful teenager. No. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I was mostly reading point horrors, to be honest. But I, I really thought about a lot more than tedious boys. Yeah, and like, we had boyfriends and stuff. And I guess maybe sometimes they'd gone out with someone else, but no one cared. I had boyfriends and girlfriends, and also I was in like a social group of all the like gothy outcast weirdos, so we'd all shagged each other <laughs> in various combinations over the years. See, despite me being from quite a small place, that was not the case with us. Oh. Whereas I know people from like, let's say, pick a random place and say Swindon, and they've all fucked each other, and it's really hilarious. And I'm like, yeah, my friendship group just kind of wasn't like that. I mean... We all, like, fancied each other at some point, but... My my oldest friend, Sarah... Hi, Sarah, if you're listening. Um, We were at high school together, and she really hated me at first, because first I went out with her best friend, (laughs) female, and then I went out with the boy she fancied. (laughs) Uh, Bisexuals, We're friends now. Bisexuals. (laughs) Worked out fine. Uh, Bisexuals, can't trust them. (laughs) So, there's a lot... That's not true, by the way. It's not. Just in case. (laughs) I don't really think that. (laughs) <laughs> I, we can't be trusted, I believe that. No, neither of us. We can't personally. be trusted, not because we're bisexual, just because we're dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, uh, we barely got past like the first two pages, so and we must go on. So, then, Dina is in her house, holding a knife. Scare! <laughs> but, <laughs> that's how I'm going <laughs> to delineate. Scare! Uh, so what you're going to do on Halloween, you're going to jump out of a cupboard at David and go, scare! I'm very good at jumping out, so maybe I will. Um, sometimes I jump out at the cats now and they do that, like, harsh back thing and it's really Aww. funny. Uh, so she's only... She, all, all that she did was pick up the knife that was on the floor, uh, but it is a bit of a scare that she's in her house now. Turns out she is out and okay. <laughs> because out proud. Because she got the help she needed, is what I'm saying. And she's back at home and going to therapy and also back at school next week. Now, 
I mean, I'm glad she's in therapy. That's a good idea. Yeah, I don't think they'd send her back to the same school with the person that she she actually stabbed, though. You wouldn't think. I don't, yeah. But, you know, plot hole, never mind. And Haley invited Dina over because they're friends now. Um, and Dina wants to be friends with Brenda, but Brenda is like, you stabbed me. Which, again, I think is fair enough. It's a fair point. Yeah, and then uh, in response, Haley, sorry, uh, Dina is like, I'm going to touch this knife, cliffhanger scare. But actually, she doesn't. She just twirls it around on the counter and then leaves. There are so many fucking pathetic scares in this book. At it least there's no brilliant. mop corpses. Like, I've written, this is actually quite pathetic robot here, because it is, like, oh no, her hand went near a knife. Oh. Robot, we can't even be mad at you anymore. We're <laughs> just, just sorry just, for you. We're so, just sorry. So disappointed. Anyway, so Halloween is coming up, as you might imagine. Um, Halloween is coming. Halloween <laughs> is coming. And in a weird kind of like, is this the COVID world we live in? Trick or treating is cancelled. Because of a pandemic? I'm just assuming it's cancelled this year as well. I mean, oh yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Surely. surely I mean, I am is. not a trick or treater, so I've not been planning to do it. But surely, are people going out tonight? I suppose. I wouldn't think. I suppose if, if you get sweeties from people, you, I suppose you could disinfect them. Maybe uh, people can go around with only their own household and then you can like get like a really, you can get like a pulley system like you've got here for your clothes. Oh yeah. Um, and then just pulley it along to the end and they can take it out and you mm-hmm. can give it a spritz when you put it back in and then get pull like... Pull it back up again. So then, what, you've got... Oh, but what? then they'll have to quarantine, everything will have to be wrapped obviously, but then they'll have to sort of quarantine it, like get it home and you have to leave it for a week before you eat it, mm. just in case. I haven't been doing any of that. I don't think that anything that's going to happen. <laughs> Well, you've got 12 hours, everyone, I reckon. Yeah. So, well, actually, mm, probably put this out at 10 a.m. What time do people go trick-or-treating? You've got, like, let's say six hours to get some sort of poly system and get that working. Because think of the kids. Send us pictures. Yeah. <laughs> so, they are not cancelling because of a pandemic. They're cancelling because there is a big guy going around and attacking people. And worse than doing violence, Kirsty, he's fat. The true crime. <sighs> the true sin. Let me... He's fat. Is that really the issue? <laughs> well, oh here God. we go. Um, do you know what? I've seen page. a picture of Robot. I'm, I don't, wouldn't describe him as a slim man. <laughs> do you think he's exercising some issues here? Yeah, maybe. Well, here's the description of the guy. This guy's already hurt, hurt four people. Two women and two kids. He robs them. He beats them up. He's a real sicko. He's a big fat guy. Like, why Why would you even need to comment on that? And that, yeah, just like one, what the fuck, robot's dying. What's wrong with you? And then this. <clears throat> this is um, a guy who works in a CD shop in the mall. <clears throat> he was a big fat man, oh, Brenda saw. Robot, stop it. About 30 or 40. He stood outside the candy store across from CD World with his hands shoved deep CD in the... CD World? CD World. You're not even trying, Robot. You're not even trying. Like, I love that the real, like, main CD shop in the UK was called His Master's Voice, which is a beautiful, like, evocative name. Um, and we got CD World in this book instead. I just think he doesn't try if he's like, oh, I want a t-shirt shop. T-shirt land. I want to do hats. Um, Hatville. <laughs> Let's do CDs. CD world. Uh, so this guy does not work in there. I was wrong. 
He is standing outside CD World with his hands shoved deep in the pockets of his long, shabby overcoat. His fat coat. <laughs> his fat hands are in his fat coat. <laughs> his coat was unzipped, revealing a Hawaiian-style sports shirt stretched tightly over his oh, bulging stomach. Robot, Popping open it. so that part of his pale stomach showed through. He had steely blue eyes set in a red balloon of a face. His white blonde hair, white blonde, bingo card, was shaved at the sides and short on top. He had a dark scar down the left cheek. Awful. His mouth was set in a hard scowl. Why is he staring at me like that? Like, he's not. He's not looking... It sounds like you're staring at him. Yeah, sounds like you're the dick. Um, But yeah, so that is basically the whole book. It's just this, like... Awful. Halloween night two, colon, fat shaming. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, and then... Um, oh, yeah, they, they're like, we should go back and report that man. He could be the maniac that we heard about on the radio. Because, like, he just was walking, and they were like, oh, my God, he's coming after us because well, he's, he's fat. fat. Though. He's fat, so he's coming after us. Why did he pick me? Why did he chase me? He just walked. Why did he seem so angry at me? I've never seen him before. He's crazy. He's crazy and dangerous. We should report him. Why are you criminalising a man who's just kicking about in a mall? What a Karen. God, yeah. <laughs> like literal Karens. <laughs> Awful. So, um, anyway, Jake pulls a prank on Brenda where he pre- pretends to be like all cut up by someone. Um, and yeah, that's then, hilarious. And then she's upset about it and he's like, get over it. You were stabbed. You were just stabbed, but it was a year ago, and I'll get over it. What's the big deal? What's you the were only you stabbed? worried about it? Can I have a moment about Jake? Because really, a lot of this book is about them all fighting over Jake. All the girls want Jake, and they're arguing over him. But I'm going to be blunt about this. He's a fucking moron. He's awful as well. Early on in the book, Brenda's talking about her trauma and how she's still upset about being stabbed, and it's quite a difficult time for her because it's the anniversary coming up. And he appears to be listening, and then he says... Do you think I should get my ear pierced? <laughs> this is the man that they're fighting over. This man. Why? I do love Can that Can I just though. say, straight women, please have higher standards. Please. <laughs> That's what I would do if I was just like really, really bored by what someone was saying. Do you think I should get a new tattoo? Really? If I was like, <laughs> Heather, this year anniversary of this really traumatic experience that I had is coming up I'm still really upset about it you wouldn't you wouldn't you fucking wouldn't even if it was really boring you would at least pretend to be listening (laughs) she should get me a bit I'm gonna say that next time someone's boring me to tears um yeah he's generally awful and later on when he is really awful she says what a pig what an absolute pig and I, I that's the best bit for me (laughs) <laughs> yeah, also pigs are nice. Also, I, I call David a pig all the time because it really makes him laugh for some reason. Like, you pig. And if I like Is he really, being a pig? He, I mean, he's always being a pig. But if I can always, like, over-enunciate, it just really makes him giggle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> pig. We call Rosie the dog. Lady, Lady Reverend Rosemary Bennett Logan, we call her a pig dog quite pig a dog. lot because as she's getting older, she's getting like snortier. So now when she eats, she makes like snorty pig noises and she snores like a snorty pig and sometimes oh. she just sits there and makes snorty pig noises. What is it with calling your pets other animals? Because we call the kittens Ratsy and Batsy. Oh. <laughs> it's because <laughs> Ernie looks like a little rat-faced little boy and, <laughs> and um, Fidel's quite cute, but She's taking on Batsy now as well. Pets never get called their actual names. I, I never call her Rosie. <laughs> She's like, Boo Boo, Lady Fuzzbum, like, <laughs> just anything except your name. Not even a Sunday name. No. 
which I always, every one of the Patreons will know, I put her on the Patreon thank you cards. Oh, do you? For a whole Sunday name as well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so She's and, the true MVP of the podcast. She really is. She really is. Um, so he's an asshole, but Brenda sees him kissing Haley, so he's an even bigger Ooh. asshole. So anyway, later at home, this is awful, but this is really terrible. Brenda grabs Haley um, and puts a fucking noose around her neck. Um, and what the fuck? Haley's begging her to stop, and Brenda says she's going to throw her over the fucking stairs and, and pulls the noose even tighter. And, oh, wait, it's just a joke. Tracy is filming. It's just for the video again. Hilarious. What is going on? You don't put a noose around somebody's neck. Who has just spent almost a year in a, psychiat- in a psychiatric hospital. Well, no, that was Dina. Oh, okay. This is Haley. Oh, all right. <laughs> She's just been removed from her family. I'm sorry, the characters are so replaceable. <laughs> um, so, but then Brenda also says she would have done it for real, and she wishes Haley was dead because she takes everything that is hers. Girl has no family. She's been legally removed from her parents, and you're just—I hate Brenda. I hate her. I know. Remember the last time we were—we hated her as well because she kept saying. Everyone says I'm being mean to Haley, and I'm not. And we were like, you fucking are. Oh, really? You're being is it awful pe- to Haley. Is it people who are accused of being something and then can't reflect on their behaviour and why they might be called that thing and then launch an all-out assault on being called it? I can't think what would be happening in real life that's like that. Well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they could sign something, some kind of an open letter or a <laughs> petition. I don't like being called a dickhead uh, to my cousin Haley. the letter. Therefore, I'm not going to change the way that I behave to Haley. I just want you to stop calling me it. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Uh, That's just horrifying that you'd put a noose around someone's neck. Don't fucking put a noose around someone's neck. Like, just never. There's never any cause to do that. Like, don't do it. Um, Even for a joke. It's not fucking funny. It's not funny. It's not funny. Do you know what's not funny? Pranks. Yep. Or, like, anything. (laughs) Nothing is funny. Just stop trying. Can you imagine, like, if you're... Maybe I'm doing that thing where I... uh, identify with parents now in these books because everyone I fucking know is now a parent um, and they like can you imagine your child coming out and your kids are like one of them has a fucking noose can yeah. you imagine I was just like well we'll come back to this later because one of the parents has got something weird yeah, so maybe they enough. wouldn't be that surprised but then they don't really well okay so uh, all that happens and it's awful and then later on they're in science class and Jake and Haley are kissing and Haley drops literal acid on <laughs> Brenda's hand which is quite funny not I mean, awful I mean I think if I was Haley I'm kind of on Haley's side I have to say I mean you know apparently it is by accident and also like on the next page they're like oh yeah it just really burned and it's like <laughs> did it was it fine now <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it just burned through several layers of my skin. I mean, I got scammed, kind of right but I'm now. fine now. I got like, burned with acid, but I'm fine now. Would you not need skin grafts? But no, it just happened, and then she's a bit annoyed. It's just about a mild it. acid. <laughs> just like like a face cream with a very mild exfoliator. It was in just it. a retinol, basically. Yeah, yeah. But hilarious. It was the salicylic acid? It's fine. <laughs> um. Anyway, here shall I cut to the chase? Oh, we'll cut to the chase. Chubby Angela, who was <laughs> shall sad. I stop torturing you with this book? Yes, let's. <laughs> Chubby Angela, who's sad and lonely and has never had a boyfriend because she's chubby, has the world's coolest parents who are really, really into Halloween. Like, they live in a doer-upper because their job is... Well, I don't know if it's their job, but it's what they do. They renovate houses. Um, And apparently they remove all the furniture at Halloween, all the furniture in the house, and go and put it in the uh, basement. 
and properly do it up like Halloweeny and have coffins in there. <laughs> so anyway, they go into Angela's house um, and she jumps out of a coffin and surprises them. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm into this bit. This is fine. But then this gives them an idea. So what they want to do is they want to scare Jake, um, who grabs Brenda in the hall one day and says he wants to get back together with her. Like, just don't... He's just gross. He's just an absolutely disgusting guy. Like, just, like, literally grabs her and is like, no, we're going to get back together. <laughs> I hate him. I hate him. Um, so... Like, to be fair, he's like every guy I knew as a teenager. Like, I think about really? the, the boys that I kissed and fucked as a teenager. What was I thinking? Yeah. So gross. Ugh. Still, the best thing I ever did was... Not the best thing I ever did. The thing I'm proudest of is that me and my friend met some guys in the corporation in Sheffield um, on a Saturday night and then we our friend Sophie wanted to go home so we got in a cab to take her all the way home which is like it was like a 25 minute drive in a cab and the, it was the main cost of the evening at that yeah. point um, and they, but they she wanted to go home and then these guys were texting us being like come back come back and stay at ours and we were like well we've gone home now and they were like well you, we'll pay for your cab back so we went all the way back to theirs where we did not have sex with them <laughs> <laughs> and in fact slept on a mattress together and then left in the morning and got a train home <laughs> do you know have I told you this story before me and my friend Paul once we were at the cat house in Glasgow uh, which is a rock club in Glasgow and we were there and I met this guy who did look like Meatloaf and I don't even remember what his name was we just always referred to him as Meatloaf hopefully not to his face although I can't say for sure <laughs> and we went back to his both me and Paul and I was so drunk, like unbelievably drunk. And I went to the loo at one point and Paul later told me that he leaned over to the guy and said, she'll never have sex with you. <laughs> and then the guy made us these little pizza rolls and we ate them and then we left. <laughs> but do you know the weird thing is as we were going to the front door, I mistook which one the front door was and went to open another door and he went, no, not in there. <laughs> oh my God. Heather, what was in that room? Oh my god, it was full of pizza rolls. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he gets them. Oh my word. Anyway, we didn't die, so. Um, That's good. That was nice. That's good. So, because he's disgusting and wants to get back together with her, this allows them to set up this thing whereby they are going to I don't think I've said whereby in the podcast before whereby whereby uh, they are going to lure him to Angela's creepy coffin house that's a great word lure him lure um, by trick or treating so and then when they're at Angela's they're going to set up a camera and put a fucking noose around his neck stop it stop <laughs> doing that and scare him I feel really like maternal towards these idiot teenagers stop putting nooses around people's necks my god because all that needs to happen is you slip a bit and then it's not fun and games anymore break your fucking spine um yeah, and so that's their whole plan. And then there's this bit, right? So this is the bit where we do actually touch on this stuff. Okay. They have an argument, uh, Brenda and Haley, and Haley says, you only accuse me. You think of yourself and your precious feelings. How do you think I feel, Brenda, having a court, court decide that my parents are unfit, that I can't live with either of them anymore, having to move in here with you, a cousin who hates me? That's like the crux of it, isn't it? That's mm -hmm. really just sad. And that's why Brenda is a complete dick. Yeah. Like, She's really horrible to Haley. She doesn't take a minute to think about what it must be like for her no i mean i guess you don't when you're a teenager i know kids who've been removed from their parents for like whatever reason and it's so hard for them like it is so difficult mm -hmm. um 
Yeah, just and then having some live with someone that hates you. My God. And hates you for no reason, really. Yeah, like for doing nothing, and then apart like, from that, your dickhead boyfriend fancies her, which isn't her fault. Yeah, and like she's doing all right for herself, given that she's you know gone through this horrible shit. She's she's necking with guys in science class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, she's doing all right. Um, so yeah, that's necking. Uh, necking. I know. I don't even know where that came from. So uh, they go home, and the fat man. <laughs> knocks on their door and because the fat man knocks on their door I hate this plot line they call the police there's a 999 there's a fat man at my door <laughs> someone's overweight <laughs> oh, what the fuck? he's gonna break the boards oh god it's awful Robot Stein can get, you believe get help Robot Stein your main audience is teenagers and I'm gonna say a lot of teenage girls how much fucking damage do you think you did with this shit how many girls do you think actually bought clothes that were too small for them and then like tortured themselves because of this I like to hope none but I bet some no I remember reading a lot of books as a teenager where the main character was described as being able to eat whatever she wanted without putting weight on I'm pretty sure they were in the Sweet Valley High books Mm -hmm. it was specifically said both of the twins they just eat whatever they want but they stay really thin and I just thought that's how you had to be you had to not only be really thin but you had to publicly consume very calorific foods. Yeah, and then the the whole like fetishization of women who do eat loads of like calorie heavy food and like steaks and shit like that, but then never put in any weight. These people they do exist because I know some, but they're not entirely happy with that. Like or they were really thin as teenagers. Do you know what I mean? Like Well we're just I, awful. I was to... thin uh as a teenager and in my early twenties I was always a size 8 to 10 and I did eat basically whatever I wanted and I hated my body mm. I was never happy with yeah. it yeah and also just this fetishization of like you must do all the consuming but it must never show on you it's so weird yeah it's so like dangerous the labour of being a being a beautiful woman must always be invisible yeah actually uh, our friend journalist Laura Waddell wrote a good piece about that about um people who are funny about women putting their makeup on on the train mm. because it should be hidden mm. you should just emerge looking perfect with apparently no effort yeah and also like if you break that down so i'd say there's like four types of people who like can eat can literally like eat whatever they want and never put on weight right people who are genetically predisposed to that two people who've got an eating disorder three people who are really unwell and just mm just losing weight because they're sick and they're trying to put weight on and they can't and they said yeah um i can't remember what the fourth one was i guess if you do a lot of very very heavy exercise yeah like because of your job or just because you work out a lot that's the fourth one people who really quietly work really hard at staying really really thin none of those are really something that you can do anything about like you can't you don't want to make yourself ill to be thin you don't want to have an eating disorder to be thin. You can't choose your genetics to be thin. And what? So the the other option is that we almost slave away. We almost consume the amount of, that men want us to eat, which is apparently loads. But then also work so hard at staying so dangerously thin. Like, just, it's just can't, shit. You, you can't do gross exercise in front of them. You can't get sweaty. You just no. have to do, like, sexy yoga. Yeah. <laughs> Yoga in a way that like shoves your vagina towards their face. So not sexy, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, getting off that angry tangent. Some other shit happens. Brenda gets a rotten pumpkin in her locker, and then she gets a pillow full of worms. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to get to that because I've got Logan's favorite line. Oh, amazing! To do with that, I'm so excited. Um, and she also gets like a pumpkin lantern. 
lantern? A pumpkin, like, uh, what does it A jack-o'-lantern? No, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying to describe how it is on her. It's, like, smeared in, in like, paint on her pillow. I don't really understand yeah. it. Side note, what does jack-o'-lantern mean? Does it mean, like, jack of lantern? He's is from he lantern. <laughs> He's from lantern, and his name's Jack. <laughs> what does it mean? I don't know. What's the O short for? Must be of... <laughs> Jack of Lantern. I don't know. Anyway. Like six o'clock. Jack of Lantern. <laughs> um, yeah, what is it? Oh, what is it? Well, one? after this, we'll go and look it up and then we'll okay. put it on our Twitter, shall we? Sorry, this is just another episode of Slightly Ill Heather Girl Things. Girl doesn't things. Google things. <laughs> so anyway, back to the prank. Brenda, Jake, Angela and Tracy are all wearing skeleton costumes, which I just assume is some black clothes with skeletons painted on them. Because otherwise, how'd you be a skeleton costume? It's a good question. I'm going to be wearing my ske- my skeleton costume tonight, which is, yeah, just a top with bones painted on it and glow-in-the-dark paint. I can't wait. <laughs> my uh, yoga teacher, actually, um, my brilliant friend Charlie, has bought that and is now doing all the yoga classes in it Aww. for October. And I hope they're done in dim light as well so you can see the glowing well it's via zoom so oh. late in the day they get it gets dark so yeah it's really cute that's cool anyway so the plan is that um they will hide angela in a coffin and make him think she's dead and then they will tie him up <laughs> it's like this weird brutal like violence in this like why anyway here's how it actually goes they go to angela's uh creepy halloween house and they can't find angela um and then they see that both coffins are actually shut closed oh weird so Jake wants to open one, of course he does. So Brenda helps him. It's empty. The other one is empty too. Oh my God, Dina is there. <gasps> because Angela has invited her for the party. Okay. And Haley's there as well. And then they're like, I don't want to be able to you cunts. <laughs> so Fair. they try and leave. Um, so they all go back into the living room where there is someone in a coffin now. And guess what? It's Jake who has been actually really stabbed in the chest. Which he deserved. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. <laughs> So they all run upstairs because they hear a thump. Don't run upstairs. Don't run upstairs. Run away. The literal open door was right there. <laughs> there was nothing stopping you. So they go upstairs and they find Angela tied up in her closet. And she says it was the gross fat man who killed Jake. And then Tracy, oh yeah, tr- uh, killed Jake and then came upstairs and tied her up and brought her in the closet. Which I would say is very quick to all happen. Like, when is that supposed to have happened? And he's fat. He can't move fast. Yeah. <laughs> weird um and then tracy says well don't worry the camcorder will have got it all on video camcorder on tiny tape what a great phrase <laughs> I know. oh remember those tiny tapes yes we got a camcorder when s- i was 10 were they the same as answer machine tiny tapes no they were different weren't they oh good question though listeners figure it out and let us know got any tiny tapes <laughs> can we see your tiny tapes tiny tapes would have been a good uh, podcast name oh that's a good rapper name tiny tapes tiny tapes <laughs> If I ever do a mashup album, it's called Tiny Tapes. <laughs> Tiny Tapes. Um, so yeah, so Tracy says, don't worry about it. It'll all be on camera. We have got him. And Angela says, well, fuck it. If that's the case, I have to kill all of you because actually it was me. And then Tracy says, actually, the camera was not on. Psych. But like, how is that helpful? Now she's going to kill you all. Well, I guess that wasn't what she thought was going to happen. We've got a confession. Maybe she thought she'd confess and then be like, well... This is me I'll now. I'm going to turn myself in. What you've got there is a confession that will not stand up in a court of law. <laughs> um, so Angela says there. So there are some real skeletons in the living skeletons in the living room. 
um, and she says there, but her parents, who are dead, um, and I guess that she is dangerously traumatized. Um, and she are is, they really her parents? I mean, or just, do they represent her parents? Well, no, she says they're really actually her parents. I mean, who are dead? Do you not feel like there's some? How do you get those skills? Exactly. <laughs> Either they died there, and she boiled their bodies or like waited or she killed them or she killed them but then apparently it's quite hard to get a skeleton mm. so or she wait dug them up i feel like there's a plot hole here or maybe they're just skeletons you can buy and why am i saying skeletons now like, <laughs> like i'm like you're um, like um ken brennan cumberbatch saying trying to say penguin Pen- penguins. penguins so these skeletons are like maybe she bought them but then she thinks they're her parents maybe there's like a bait okay. thing going on there and don't forget, it's because she's dangerously traumatised because she's never had anyone because she's fat. That's the Is main that why thing she's traumatised? Yes. Oh, fuck off, But also, robot. think about this. So she doesn't have any parents, but she's miraculously got a massive house. Yeah. And has no guardian, legal guardian. Hmm. Maybe it's like, maybe she's actually 45. <laughs> and it's like when they Wasn't cast someone in a, in a movie. Wasn't that before that someone was secretly much older than... Oh, Yeah. I I saw a tweet the other day that had a picture of Sonny from Greece and it said they this man was supposed to be 18. And I looked up how old he was. Do you know how old he was filming that show? 39. That, he was 32. No! That would be like me a year ago playing an 18-year-old Kirsty. My God. I just don't know how they felt they could get away with it. But also they did. Like, every, no one's like... They're motherfucking old teenagers. No, I think everyone was. Wasn't Olivia Newton-John much older as well? But, I mean, she looks amazing. Yeah. She could play that character now. Yeah. Um, uh, so, here, let me round it up. Um, here's the thing that you don't think has happened. Um, <laughs> <laughs> here's the point at which I nodded into a wine <laughs> nap. <laughs> the end is that Haley, uh, Sorry, Angela is going to get Brenda, which you could say is deserved. But Haley slams a pumpkin on Angela's head. <laughs> and it burns Angela, although she says, it's scalding me. And I do not think that is correct. The hot English. Wax, doesn't she mean? Well, I don't, I'm like, what is it? A candle. Is it the, the so. The but, candle wax. But if you, if you had a, a pumpkin with a candle in it, right? And you slammed it down on someone's head. All that would happen is that the candle was pushed up at the top out of the pumpkin. Yeah. And you would just be human wearing a pumpkin head with a, little, a candle on top. A little top. bit of wax might go on your head. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's like somehow scalding her entire face. I don't understand. I guess it's not scalding candle, either, it's burning. <laughs> if the candle's been in the pumpkin for a while, there would be like a pool of wax on the bottom. But if you slammed it on top of someone's head, the yeah. bottom would be pushed up into the roof of the thing and you would be completely like removed from it shall I go and get a pumpkin and slam <laughs> it on your head I and bet we that can see? really hurts I think it would yeah heavy it would need to be a, quite a rotten pumpkin it would to be soft enough and then you've got a whole other set of issues yeah so anyway they get the police um, and the moral of the story is that fat people are murderers and can't be trusted except what if you're fat and bisexual like <laughs> oh myself my God. <laughs> then what happens <laughs> I shouldn't even be near you God knows what might happen <laughs> Um, so, except the fat gross man, here's what he has actually spent his entire fucking week doing. He has been trying to chase her because she dropped her wallet and he is trying to give it back to her, full of all the money that was in it before and all the cars and everything. He was being nice and he, this dick, has spent, Robert Stein, has spent, Robert Stein, Robot Stein, come on, please, that's his real name, has spent an entire book slagging off this man for no reason and I hate it. 
also, I do think that was a bit stupid. The guy could have just put it through the post box, like through the letterbox. But I guess he wants to check it's hers. I suppose. Like properly, and he'd say, "Well, what's your name?" This has got the ID in it, and mm-hmm. then she says, "I don't know." Um, yeah. So it's basically like there's a lot of really stupid, tedious plot. It's also really almost identical to the first book, but with a few things <laughs> moved around. Um, and yeah, I hate it. Thanks, I hate it. Yeah, thanks. Can I give you my favourite line though? I know you've got mm-hmm. one as well. Um, <laughs> so Brenda is thinking about Dina's hair <clears throat> as you do uh, I think about Dina's hair a lot <laughs> the last time Brenda had seen her at the Halloween party nearly a year before Dina wore her brown hair cut very short now she saw Dina had let it grow down to her shoulders it had a whole year to grow Brenda thought grimly a whole year <laughs> why do you like that? <laughs> it's just someone being sad about her <laughs> <laughs> what a weird thing so despite being apparently drunk when I read this book, uh, I have I have Logan's least favourite line, oh. of which there are two, okay. and Logan's favourite line, of which there are also two. So Logan's least favourite line, here's one that I fucking hate. This is early on, and Brenda says, I'm so hurt. I feel so totally betrayed. <laughs> and I just thought, in your masterclass, Robot, is that what you say that you should do? Just have your characters say exactly what they feel in a way that humans do not do (laughs) I'm so hurt I feel so totally betrayed so I hate that my other (laughs) least favourite line just because it's so horrible it's so horribly written she shook her straight black hair behind the shoulder of her blue and white tank top what? it's so horrible it's such an ugly and why say it like that? she shook her straight black hair behind the shoulder of her blue and white tank top like, why would you not just say behind her shoulder? I know, because we need to know what colour her top is, apparently. No, it's because she's not wearing the top. She's holding <laughs> the top in front of her, and she somehow managed to shake her hair in front of her body, <laughs> but behind the thing that she's holding. Yeah. Because that's important. Yeah, apparently. Weird. I don't really know. Okay, now my least favourite line. Here we go. We've got <laughs> <coughs> this one. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't pick up on this one. It had been an entire year since Dinah had stabbed her at the Halloween party, but Brenda realised she hadn't really gotten over it. <laughs> Get over it, Brenda. It's been a year, You've Brenda. Just been stabbed. My Get God. Get over it. This other one. I, actually, this should have been my favourite line. Oh no, this is my favourite line. Here we go. <laughs> this is my house, Brenda shrieked. You can't fill it with worms. <laughs> That's how I feel about my house and bees because David. <laughs> David wants to get some bees, and I'm like, we can't keep bees there. This is my flat. I don't want you to fill it with bees. You can't have bees inside. No, is that a bee? Is that a beekeeping thing? What's over there? That's a worm house. Oh, is it? Or a worm hotel? What wait, do you call wait, them? wait. I know, I know the word. A worm Marie? The, the. Oh, let me Google it. The, the. It's a worm house. Anyway, it's we have a very nice neighbour who's very good at gardening, and he's done loads of stuff in the garden, like he's made a compost. Um, bin compost box yeah um, we've also got if you look that way we've got a bug hotel <gasps> as well actually Annie and I made the bug hotel but he told us how to do it and we've also got a little worm Marie yeah I can't figure out what it's called, it's called. Um, so yeah we've got lots of nice little bits and pieces in the garden it's all down to Mark thanks Mark I'm almost certain you don't listen to this but <laughs> worm juice is really good for soil oh. and growing so worm... I assume he puts it on the soil, although I don't know. Yeah, they'll they'll shed their skin. Why do I know about this? I know. Because uh, H-Pal's got one. Oh, 
yeah, she has a friend of the podcast, Heather Palmer, also a brilliant graphic novel writer, has got a worm house. What are they called? I, I don't know. I couldn't Google a wormery. it. I feel like it's called a ver... ver, ver... A Werner Herzog. <laughs> yeah, I wish. Okay, so... Um, I've got some fashion. Are you ready? Oh, you, oh, you got fashion. Yeah, but you do it. Okay, here's what we have. At one point, someone has orange nail polish. Cool. Uh, we also have, I think, the ugliest thing I've ever heard. Baggy white jeans. Yeah. We also have this. Try and picture this outfit. An oversized pale green v-neck t-shirt. Got it. Over a canary yellow t-shirt. And then dark green denim jeans. Why would you wear two t-shirts for a start? Also, if it's oversized, how can you see the other thing underneath it? Yeah. So, number one, that sounds disgusting. And number two, why the fuck do we need to know any of that? <laughs> None of that is relevant to anything. I will say there is one outfit that I think sounds nice, which is that someone has on a tight black sweater, a short green plaid skirt and black tights. That sounds nice. Yeah, but then she's also got red and blue makeup all over her hands. So, like, what the fuck is going on there? <laughs> Seriously. She was from the future and she was doing Harley Quinn makeup. Oh, I see. Okay. From uh, Suicide Squad. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> we've also got some 90s things. We've got quite a lot of 90s things. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is not the correct page that I've gone we've to. Got, I will say the 90s thing that I spotted was that they buy sweaters at The Gap. <laughs> they also go to a shop called The Clothes Horse. <laughs> Why? Unless it's an actual horse that you go in and buy clothes. <laughs> that doesn't work. <laughs> buy clothes for the horse? From the horse? <laughs> and then it should be called... Troy or something. Anyway. <clears throat> oh, yeah. That would be clever. Wouldn't it? If I had a horse outfit shop, I would call it Troy. Dude, I'm on a roll. Audio devs and now this. Come on. <laughs> it's not that I'm... You can quit for the year. some sort of weird hallucinatory year. Uh, careful. You'll break your CDs, Brenda warned. Angela bent over to pick up the bag. You can't break CDs, she replied. They're indestructible. They'll be around as long as the planet. Now, I remember CDs. I remember them being very prone to scratching and breaking. I've accidentally broke a lot of CDs. You can snap a CD in half like nobody's fucking business. Yeah. Mini discs were indestructible and yet they did not have their day like they should have. That's true. I loved mini discs. Although to be fair, I do I do have a lot of CDs that I had when I was about 11 or 12. Oh, really? And they still play. When we lived in our last flats, this would have been about three years ago, David's mum sent us a, with a visitor, sent us an entire box of CDs and every single one of them was empty. It was just an empty box of CD cases that she had sent up to 500 miles to our flat. Why did she think you wanted loads of CD boxes? I just think she hadn't checked. Uh-oh. So where were the CDs? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> they were all David's CDs, so it was like Whitney's greatest hits and stuff. Did you? Did his family think he was a heterosexual man? No, 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 no. Okay, no. He had his first boyfriend at like 15. All right, so then. I wouldn't. Yeah, come on. They weren't You've like met him. <laughs> Whitney. <laughs> What does it mean? <laughs> Our friend Esther, who um, designs the magazine that I publish. Her, what's it called, Heather? It's called Extra Teeth. Um, her, 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 uh, her son, Matty, um, dances around a lot, all the time, and loves Madonna. And we're, I'm all like, I think you've got yourself a homosexual son. Our nephew a few years ago, uh, for COVID, BC, uh, it was around at ours, we were having a Eurovision night and he had just had a bath and so he danced in his pants to it was like the previews because the show hadn't started yet because we were getting ready getting the snacks and everything and uh, he loved it so much that he made us look up a medley of Eurovision hits from previous years oh my God. so that he could dance in his pants for us amazing I'm not saying that you can tell if someone's gay or they're a child but it's the sort of thing that if they do turn out to be gay you'll look back and you'll go we always knew 
and if he turns out to be a cis heterosexual man we'll just be like telling funny stories to his girlfriend <laughs> um do we have a too stupid to live heroine I don't think she's stupid. I think she's horrible. I think she's, yeah, terrible. Oh, I forgot. Then. We've also got a US thing, which is a trapper keeper. What's a trapper keeper? I think it's like a ring binder. Oh, But weird. they weirdly call it a trapper keeper. Um, Sometimes the Americans name shit in the It's like walkie-talkie, isn't it? Yeah. Walkie-talkie, trapper keeper. What do you keeper. do? You, d- you talk and you, you walk. walk. And talk. You trap um, and you keep. Also, for queer subtext, there's no queer subtext that I could see, but there is like a sexy subtext oh. like a kinky subtext which is one of the characters says I just remembered my parents have a really huge bullwhip in the closet <laughs> and like nobody asks they're about just this. cowboys like why they're cowboys why do they have this they're cowboys we do have some queer um, and this is uh, are you talking about Dino or are you talking about Haley? okay so it's Angela Chubby Angela talking about Haley. she's so sexy looking I'm really jealous of all that blonde hair she's always tossing about. I hate my hair. You're in love with her. It's fine. It's fine. You can just admit it that you, you don't know whether her. you want to be her. It's fine. It's the queer you dilemma. You can, want to, you can want to be her and want to fuck her. Do you think it can be both? Absolutely. It yeah. always is. Um, Death Tall, we've got, like, Jake. Yeah, and who cares about that? Yeah. A half. We've got half a death for him. <laughs> <laughs> is it good? No. No. Two? Yeah. Okay. I just feel like Robot Stein exists on a different scale. Yeah. If it's even, yeah. So two, like if it was anybody else, it would be a one, but for him, a two. Yeah. And also it's not the worst of his. I mean, it's very fat phobic. Yeah. The fat. Like it, disgustingly fat phobic. It's just fat phobia in the book. Yeah. Basically. Um, is it good, bad though? I mean, it, it was kind of fun and I did get some funny lines. I do love, this is my house. You can't fill it with worms. Yeah. That is good. It is quite camp. It's like hysterical as well, the way they're all like trying to hang each other and all those kind of things. Yeah. Which I mean is terrible, but also quite fun to read. So I did quite enjoy reading it. So I guess four three. for Ooh, good four. bad. Four. Okay. Four. No, I mean I I would go down to three. So what you want? You I want to say four, and you credit. want me to say three, so we can say three and a half. Uh, no. Oh, okay. If I wanted it to be three and a half, I would stick at four, and then it would be three and a half. Okay, so what are you what are you wanting it to be? Because I suddenly was like, do I want to give him four? Yeah, for I don't. Anything? Okay, let's just give him a three. No, even for badness, I don't want to give him a high score. <laughs> <laughs> so next for episode two, we're doing pool party, which is by who? Linda Cargill. Thank you. Who did the surfer, which was super queer. Super queer. And uh, will this one also be queer? And also, it's worth like sixty pounds. I know. <laughs> We Thank didn't you. pay £60 for it. Thank you, listeners, for sending us incredible books that we should be spending, like, hours of work wages on. Uh, work wages? What the fuck? That's how capitalism works, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have been reading um, Capital by Karl Marx very slowly this year, so if I just get more and more into saying things like that, you'll know what's happened. Um, yeah, thanks for doing that, because we can now like sell it if we lose our tra- no no. <laughs> no we won't oh, we treasure them I haven't got rid of any of the books that we've done on the podcast oh yeah no we keep them yeah uh, so that one day we might have a collection like George's which is amazing check out our Twitter feed for that yes bit of what, glory nice little segue there Thanks. how can they do that can find us on Twitter at Teenage Scream underscore and on Instagram at Teenage Scream pod and if you pity us having to sit in the garden to fucking dressed up this is why I'm ill because we could have just gone on like covid hiatus but we decided not to we were like no fuck it people need our shit content (laughs) I'm already gonna sit in the garden I'm ill because for eight what was it 13 days we uh 
sat in a cold garden and did hors d'oeuvres. Wait, no, audio d'oeuvres. Hors d'oeuvres is the phonetic pronunciation yeah. of how it's actually written. Horses d'oeuvres. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so if you, like, take pity on us, because we are quite pathetic, and want we to really are pay doing us our to best. do this, you can go to patreon.com slash Teenage Green Podcast and become a Patreon and get a bonus episode every month and a cool pin bag. money. <laughs> yeah, please. We'll still take it. We have no shame. <laughs> um, we should get new badges, I think, as well. Because yeah. we've only got so many left. Yeah, that's true. We could get uh, like a new, like a second edition. <gasps> That'd be cool, wouldn't it? We've got some excellent alternate designs as well, so Ooh. we can maybe use some of them. Yeah, yeah. that'd be cool. Jean Merrick, who does our brilliant logo, she did us some alternate designs as well that we can maybe use. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but you can join us next week when it will be November and we will be talking about pool party. And in our hearts it will still be spooky season, forever yeah. and ever. Always. See you. Bye.